0: Oh boy, Ethan, 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 Hmm. Ethan, grab my hand. Ethan, can you grab my hand please? Put the pears down and grab my hand. This is a big step. We're about to, we're about to take the step from 2019. Okay. Into 2020. Don't, don't look behind
1: because we're looking forward to the new movies coming out this year. The old man is dead. The new baby has risen from the ashes. <laughs> Wait, what? Isn't that like a New Year's thing? Where it's like I an don't... old old man, he dies, and then like a baby. Like to like, show the birth of a... It's a brand like the... new decade.
0: Dude, it, it is! How crazy is that? Like yeah. we can now do a Best of the Decade list, which everyone else is doing. We actually just went through Ron Tomatoes, Best of the Decade, sci-fi movies, and it kind of sucks. It's a weird ass <laughs> list. But... Yeah, it sucks. Maybe we'll do a Best of the Decade in one of our mini minisodes. Oh that'd, that'd be, be fun. Huh? Well, That's actually already on the sl- on the slate to do, so I mean Okay. Yeah. Uh welcome <laughs> to the first episode of Feature cast Up to a rough start, huh? <laughs> Twenty. You know, it's something. Um <laughs> you know, in your metaphor we are restarting so we gotta like figure out how to do this whole podcast thing again. Yeah, I'm a so, baby goo goo. Uh, that no you've actually always
1: been <laughs>
0: That's yeah, going to just be terrible. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, but this hey, is I'm Ethan. Cast. I'm a baby. I'm David. I'm baby. <laughs> <laughs> this is baby Ethan. This is baby David. And joining us is baby Yoda. Um,
1: <sighs> hey, that's a 2019 reference. All right, we're done with baby Yoda. Now now it's baby Sonic. Now it's baby Sonic. This is the Did year of baby, baby Sonic. Did you see baby Sonic, dude? I'm so hyped. Dude. He had a it's little dandelions. Be
0: so before we get to the movies of 2020 that we're looking forward to we're gonna cover off on some of our first impressions now a first impression is a movie that we saw for the first time not a movie we holy shit time, david
1: david david or the
0: third time i just david. realized i can't even talk about one of mine because i've
1: seen it three times already here oh you fucked up but also guess what <laughs> what 2020 is off to such a rough start david yeah you know what we did not go to yet what uh, that intro, oh. baby!
0: <laughs> oh, yes! Yeah.
1: Recorded from deep within the great lakes of the internet live. Two men buried under bad movies and popcorn try their best to survive. But how long could that possibly last? Find out as you join Ethan and David in this episode of Feature Cast. Almost forgot that. that we was can't start twenty twenty without doing a the theme song. Holy
0: shit, that was real close. That god. was
1: <laughs> that was past cutting it close. That was after the fact. That was a. <laughs> oh my god, that uh, was like. Yeah. So hey, you beansed your first impressions already. Do you have a substitute for it?
0: Um, I'm looking. I'm I, like, I got things to pull. I don't know really what I want to talk about. Okay. But you know, I'm. I'm gonna pull a movie I really don't even like want to talk about that much, but like it's gotta replace another movie. So tell you what,
1: fuck it. you you figure out what you're gonna do, and I'm gonna kick us it. off with first impressions. Now, got, first impressions, movies rate, we see for the first time. Uh, sometimes they can be shows, they can also be you know audiobooks, they can be um, pamphlets for gynecologists. Um, what? As long as it's our first time seeing it. <laughs> You know, actually,
0: <laughs> if you've read that gynecologist pamphlet twice, sorry. That's Can't talk about impression. it. <laughs> Can it be in my backlog, though? Like, if I really want to read this pamphlet, but I've I've been putting it off for so long.
1: <laughs> yeah, so the backlog is a <laughs> either a classic or contemporary film that we've just been kind of sleeping on. Everyone's like, check out this scene, this movie. It's got so, so much cool uh, things. <laughs> I'm starting off 2020, very sleepy. It's not even 2020 when we're recording this, so I, don't, I think I can forgive myself.
0: I can't. This feels like a 2019
1: episode. <laughs> <laughs> this is 2019 energy written all over it. So I saw Jumanji The Next Level. Oh! How was it? It was fine. Okay, well, great. The Did next movie I saw. <laughs> Um, okay, so when for the first Jumanji I haven't sequel, seen sequel. Not wait. So Jumanji um, Welcome to the Jungle. Yeah. My Is biggest complaint with it was that everyone was doing um like Well, yeah, it's a comedy film. Um they were they were doing they were playing against type for all their characters. Oh yeah. Um so you had Dwayne Johnson, who was this like Nervous, skinny white dude Um, You had um, uh, Jack Black Who was a, you know, frivolous Teenage girl But then you had Kevin Hart Who was just doing Kevin Hart again He was just doing the same exact bit And so I didn't like Kevin Hart in the first one Just because it's the same exact role that Kevin Hart always played Mm -hmm. In this one That's not the case um, Because they kind of They do their body switching thing as their avatars in this video game, um, hmm. and it switches up who's who, and it does some really interesting things like that. Uh, the plot does. doesn't matter <laughs> because okay. it's Great. Jumanji, um, yeah. <laughs> but the comedy is actually pretty fun, and it's all about like the characters. So if you hmm. if you don't like the characters, then there's nothing here for the movie. Um, but it's I really liked it. You know, you got you got Aquafina. Joining the cast this time around, you got Danny DeVito and da- Danny Glover joining the cast as well. So they're uh, they're fantastic as always. Yeah. Um, and at one point, Aquafina does a Danny Ooh. DeVito impression, which nice. is just Aquafina. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. But I I so, liked it. The the they repeat some of the they don't repeat some of the same jokes. Like there's a few, but it's not overblown. Um. Honestly, the standout for this one, probably Kevin Hart. Like, what? I really enjoyed him in this. And I'm not a huge Kevin Hart fan. Um, yeah. But I really liked him. He kind of, he, his whole thing is that he, um, so Danny Glover is who he's impersonating yeah. for it. Uh, and so he talks real slow the whole time. <laughs> um, and he's a zoologist, so it's very interesting. So it's like, did you know that an ostrich can run? Almost forty miles per hour. Isn't that something? Just like Evan Hart. No it isn't.
0: Uh yeah, uh, it's
1: it's good. If you liked the other one, you'll definitely like this one. If you didn't he, like Welcome to the Jungle, uh, it's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need to watch um, it.
0: So here's my question. I never saw the first one, but the first <laughs> one looked like like it could be like entertaining. They're uh-huh.
1: good fun. They're nothing crazy. Are they something where like they're fun?
0: Like, if I get the gist of what the first one is from the trailers, that I would have been completely lost on the second one had I seen it? Or I mean, it, it, it
1: continues some of the, the story beats of the first one in terms of, like, character dynamics. So okay. it, it's one that you'd probably be able to pick up on what's going on, but yeah. it works a little better if you saw the first one. Gotcha. Okay. Plus there are cool. a couple of callback gags as well.
0: Uh, I watched a movie uh that came out this year called The Intruder. This one
1: is came out last year, out. You mean?
0: No, this one came out this year, bud.
1: No. No, it came out this year. David, when's this episode going up?
0: Holy shit. I watched a movie that came out last year, in 2019. <laughs> I was like, Ethan, I'm about to throw the fuck down if you're calling this a 2018 movie. <laughs> uh, I saw a movie that came out last year in 2019. Uh, called the intruder. Ah, Denny now, Denny Quaid. H- Denny Quaid. Okay, so this movie <laughs> follows a a younger couple, probably like thirties, upper thirties, probably ish, who buy a house from Dennis Quaid. Now, after the purchase has gone through and the new couple has moved in. Dennis Quaid cannot let go of his house and basically it has to deal with like him coming back and like just randomly mowing the lawn and the couple being like uh what's he doing here and he's just like mowing the lawn I'm like dude free lawn care like it's big it's a big house it's a big yard it might be nice to have him take care of the yard he also like Mm. offers to put up the Christmas
1: lights around the entire house you know I've seen this movie David you saw this one yeah, it's called The Last Dennis Quaid in San Francisco. Oh, <laughs> uh, I might start doing your fake titles. That's it's pretty, pretty fun. fun, right?
0: Ethan, Ethan does fake titles on his Letterbox reviews, <laughs> and it's pretty good. Um, so this movie is your basic run-of-the-mill thriller. Like, it's it's not very good. But the, the one piece of this movie that is pure quality is Dennis Quaid at all moments. He is just having a fucking ball in this movie. He is going, like, 250% at all moments. And it's he when he's on screen, it's at the very least entertaining. Everything else, like, the husband-owned, like, owns, like, this marketing company. And, like, you have to deal with, like, his affair and all that. And, like, none of that works. I don't care about that at all. But Dennis Quaid doing Dennis Quaid thriller things is fucking quality. Um... I kind of just wanted to throw this on in the background because, A, I actually kind of wanted to see this when I saw the trailer for it. I thought it looked like a good laugh. And that's basically what it delivered. (laughs) You know, like, I was... Like, the tagline for this is your house, his home. Like, fuck that's the the movie you're signing up for. Like, it's not going to be anything better than that. Denny. Denny Quaid. Quaid. He's so funny,
1: though. Um, David, I saw a movie. What did you see? I saw. you have only seen it
0: once.
1: It's Star Wars: The Rise of you Skywalker. It? You saw it once? I've only seen it once. Oh my god! Okay. I figured since you won't talk about it because <laughs> you can't.
0: Yeah, I can't. I've seen. I've saw it three times.
1: This is. Um, the the final story in the Skywalker saga
0: what did you think Ethan
1: I thought it kind of (laughs) sucked so okay Uh, I think it's impossible to talk about this film without talking about the other films Uh, namely The Last Jedi Uh, here's the thing as a trilogy, there's no cohesion whatsoever between these three films. No. Even the ones that were directed by the same man, J.J. Abrams. I um, mean... Like... There's some cohesion. They have the same characters, features. but in terms of, like, narrative theme. So, I really liked Last Jedi. I think there are some problems yeah. with it. Namely, Canto Bight um, did but nothing.
0: Even, even- even though Canto Bight, like does not work as like a scene, it's still an interesting aspect to like think about in the universe that they set up. But it's you know? it's
1: really it doesn't land in the way it's delivered. Like no, no. in I'm theory, saying, like, it does... it's good, but it, in delivery, it sucks yeah, bad. No,
0: it doesn't work as a scene, and it shouldn't. It shouldn't have been put in the movie. But like as this like world that's profiteering off of. War It's an interesting thing That we've never seen In the Star Wars universe before So here's is, the thing is, David I cannot talk completely... about Last
1: Jedi anymore Because it's been It hurt me <laughs> Just the, the discussion Of that film Broke me so, Yeah So I'm so happy This movie's out Because I can be done With this Line of films <laughs> And I I Went in with Low expectations And they were Shattered because this so there's two things I really don't like in terms of storytelling and this movie does both of them where you have a character comes in and it, like a or a character that we weren't aware of being present and they're just like actually it was me pulling the strings all along <laughs> it's not job with Hut. That also does the thing where they're like, we got to go to the place to get the thing, to talk to the guy, to get the droid, to talk the language, to get the knife, to do the thing, to go to the place, to meet the man, to suck the duck. It's
0: super video game side quest-y.
1: Yeah. It it's felt a... more like a video game than Jumanji the next level. Yeah. Um, so I, d- I didn't like this. I think there were parts that were cool. I think Here, here's, I think, a good equation that I, I, I want to hear your take on. Let's hear it. This is Game of Thrones Season 8. The production yeah. value goes up. All the set design's great. The cinematography is fantastic. You can tell the actors are actually, like, really trying, yeah. despite having a poor script. But the story sucks. <laughs>
0: Th- yeah. And I it's mean, a that's...
1: disappointing conclusion, despite and having like, visually think, powerful moments.
0: I think the pieces of story that would have really landed well the the franchise is too afraid to actually commit to those moves mm-hmm. and pull out before anything actually even lands. You know? Yeah. Like there are a few moments in here that I think like really work well that are then just completely undercut fifteen minutes later. And it's really sad. Like this movie, like you said, it it works in a spectacle level. You know,
1: there's spectacle in this that we haven't seen in Star yeah, Wars there are people that are gonna love it I, like here's the thing somebody said, somebody said it. that it's their the best Star Wars movie and I responded it is the most Star Wars movie it's just not a good movie like that's <laughs> a,
0: and and it also like there is a little bit that has to be like that I that I I will give to JJ JJ was dealt a losing hand with this movie mm-hmm. you know the, like Carrie Fisher having just passed, where she was going to play a large role in this movie. That I mean, there's nothing you can do with that. And then with how with
1: the, divided everyone was with Last Jedi. Like... I mean, with
0: divided how that was. And then with the way, like, Ryan Johnson. Like, you can see what JJ was trying to set up in The Force Awakens, where Ryan Johnson diverted from that in The Last Jedi. And then JJ was like, wait a second, but I don't know what else to do, because that's all I was ever going to do. And then he just, like, tries to, like, backpedal to that.
1: Yeah, he sets a, the second film in the J.J. Abrams trilogy is the first 40 minutes of Rise of the Skywalker. Yeah, yeah
0: they, I mean, they, they go, okay, we're going to have to just throw all this in here. That's why there's not a lot of dialogue in the first. Like, it's just like, okay, here's just all fucking, like, we're just going to explain everything to you that we really need to do really quickly. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, back to, like, just collecting. Yeah, and also there's
1: tokens. a mini Lost reunion, and that was kind of weird. <laughs>
0: um, and it's kind of sad. It, it, the, I think the, the failure Richie of this Grant's trailer, good.
1: I like the failure
0: is. of this trilogy is that they just didn't have foresight of what they wanted to do with the story, it feels like. I don't I don't even get how that happened. Mm-hmm. You know, because, like, I mean, another property also owned by Disney is Marvel, where I feel like they have everything planned out for, like, 15 years, and that almost kind of takes away some of the excitement when you know, like, here's yeah. our entire slate for the next 15 years. It's like, okay, cool, yep, that's great to know that none of these characters are going to be hurt. And it's like, with Star Wars, it's like, I
1: feel like they were just handing out fr- like like episodes to people, like, go make a movie. And it was like Yeah, the fact that they're I, like, hey, Colin Trevor, you want to make a Star Wars movie? And then they're and like, just, hey, Colin Trevor, you can't make a Star Wars movie. <laughs> Please. And it's just like, it's kind of sad because I love The
0: Last Jedi. Last Jedi is my second favorite Star Wars movie. And now seeing this movie, it, it makes me have a weirder reaction to The Last Jedi. Yeah. And I don't like that. I mean, that makes me even like this movie less.
1: Yeah. But... Um, we'll know, we'll talk full spoilers and go into depths about some of the most frustrating and troubling things in our Star Wars special edition, coming later this year. <laughs> What's your next first impression?
0: Another movie, you know, I was going to leave this one for my final first impression, but when you said that The Rise of Skywalker is the most, S- S- Star, most Wars movie, Star Wars movie, yeah, uh, it made me realize that A movie I saw, another Netflix original, Mm -hmm. Six
1: Underground, is the most Michael Bay movie Mm. we've ever seen. Yes. All these Um, billionaires fake their death and then become mercenaries. I mean, just
0: one billionaire, actually. Ryan Reynolds stars in this one, um, who is in a team of six other ghosts because they all have to fake die to join this team. Um, And there's this whole, like, monologue about, like, you're never really free until you die. Sick. And I'm like, fuck this movie. So just is this like, Michael Bay's Batman? I, no, this is Michael, I don't even, this is Michael's Bay's, uh... R-A-P-D. A-Team. <laughs> A-Team. No, this is Michael Bay's A-Team. Oh, right that here. sucks. Yeah. Um, and so, like, you open up this team with, like, you have, like, a fucking, like, a CIA person and, like... Uh, a, a Skywalker who's also just a parkour. You have a driver, and like it opens up with a twenty-five-minute car chase scene, and I would just, I would say, everyone should watch that. And then you can stop because that will give you enough. Did you Skydiver? No, Skywalker.
1: They call him a Skywalker. I'm pretty sure. Do they really? Yeah. But Wait. So it. you saw Michael Bay's the the Rise of Skywalker? <laughs> Basically.
0: Um. And, you know, like, they intro everyone with, like, their little title card of, like, who they are. And Ryan Reynolds is the billionaire. And, like, they have, like, a CIA and, like, a surgeon and, like, uh, a Skywalker and a driver and, like, a military person. And then something happens to the driver that makes him not be a part of the team. So they invite a new person to be at the team. And you would think, like, okay, well, if this is, like, a team that has been, like, specially put together, you would think you'd replace a driver with a driver. Nope. They just replace him with a sniper. And I'm like, who's gonna drive now? (laughs) Who's gonna drive now? (laughs) Like I'm gonna snipe
1: this roundabout.
0: (laughs) Like, wasn't the whole like drive like wasn't having a driver a part of the team important? No. Um They just walk everywhere. (laughs) But this 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 movie makes no sense. Like there are things like like there's a scene where one person tells them how like Ryan Reynolds like met them at like the weirdest point in their entire life and you'd think Mm. like, okay, now that I've seen that scene for this one person. I'll see how Ryan Reynolds met the rest of the entire team. Right? Nope. Nope.
1: Nope. Did it come... Nope. My favorite part of Six Underground, a movie I have not seen, um, is when Ryan Reynolds comes on the ship and he's like, hey, also, this is Skywalker. I would (laughs) advise not not getting... Their katana traps the souls of their enemies. Do
0: you want to know how Ryan Reynolds made his billions? Hmm. Uh... Because of magnets. He's he's really smart with magnets.
1: <clears throat> What's What does that mean?
0: <laughs> I don't know, dude. I don't fucking know. He, like... There's a whole scene on a boat where he's, like, fucking people up with magnets, dude. He's mm-hmm. just, like, ruining people's days with magnets. This movie... I've seen people praise this movie, and I'm just like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. It, this is, like... This is just... If you like Michael Bay, this is your movie. You Like, your holy grail has been dropped on Netflix for free. Go watch it. Go enjoy it. Watch it ten times in a day. If you have, like, any issues with, like, Michael Bay and his overuse of Dutch angles, his over, like, sexualization of every single person on the entire planet, uh, just, like, terrible dialogue, don't watch mm-hmm. this. <laughs> this is just that to 50 on a scale that goes to 10. This thing... Is just also worst poster of the decade. Ghost of this. Sick. I don't know so why. So I watched yeah.
1: <laughs> I just I feel like you're just gonna get more frustrated the more you go on about Six Underground. <laughs> uh yeah, you know, you you go. Take it away. Alrighty, I saw something absolutely delightful. I watched a children's variety special. Oh. On Netflix. Oh. It's called John Mullaney and the Sack Lunch Bunch. Oh. And it is an absolute delight. Oh, my line ta- I like this film a lot. Yeah? Oh, shit. Hey, David. Yeah? I beansed it. Oh, no. I've seen it twice.
0: Oh, you idiot. Oh, I showed you it idiot. to my
1: mom, and she loved it. <laughs> oh, no. Quick. Oh, try <laughs> again. Dude, 2020 sucks so far. <laughs> It's I'm so hard kidding. to keep. Fuck. There's just so many. All right. Hey guys, Ethan here. Um, I want to tell you about a movie that I saw. Let me look up movies that I saw. We both beansed it today. Can you uh, take your first impression while I figure out what I'm gonna talk about next? Yeah, you got it. Twenty twenty I... sucks. <laughs> so I
0: also watched an Amazon Prime original movie mm-hmm. called The Aeronauts. Hmm. Uh, starring Eddie Redmayne and Felicity Jones, uh, which follows a a scientist and a daredevil balloon pilot as they travel up into the balloon to go higher than any person has ever gone before. This takes place in the uh, the olden days in 1862. And, you know, I was kind of excited for this movie. Kind of. Like, the trailer, I was like, okay, this is either going to be like kind of good or just garbage. Hmm. And it's actually pretty good. Hmm. But there's one big issue. Mm. Is when they first take off with the... Like, first of all, a lot of wide, like, really wide shots from the balloon. And it looks fucking good, dude. Like, it's sad that I couldn't see this in the theaters. Because I bet this would have looked really nice on the big screen. And there's some really good, like, thrilling scenes when they're actually in the balloon. Dealing with, you know what's going on up there. Because, obviously, as you go higher, Iron Man taught us this, as you go higher, it gets really cool and things start to freeze up, you know? Thanks, Iron Man. Thanks, Iron Man. Thanks, Tony. Um. <laughs> um and some, so, some of those scenes are, like, fucking really good. But when they first take off, it shows you, like, their elevation and, like, the time that they've been up in the air, you know? Mm-hmm. And at the end, from when they start to descent, you see how long they've actually been up there. They've been up there for, like, 76 minutes or so so they could have shot the entire movie like without cuts really with them just taking off you know and being in the balloon for the entire time with them which would have been but they didn't they don't they cut back and forth to like show you flashbacks of like when they first met and when they were planning the trip and i'm like okay i get what you're trying to do but none of that works and i don't care about any of that because now we're in the balloon you know like don't tell me like what you guys had to jump through to get to the balloon when you're in the balloon, and, like, shit's going down in the fucking balloon. Like, sh- go back to the balloon and show me all the balloon stuff, because the balloon stuff was working. Flashbacks did not. And that's really my entire takeaway from this, is all the scenes in the balloon were great. Like, they were really good, and I like I like their banter back and forth, and I like how they both have, like, totally different backgrounds. There is one flashback scene that works, but it, it is not connected to, like, them planning the trip. It is a personal flashback just for... For uh, Felicity Jones's character, which really works, because there's something that happened in her past that you know pays off later, and and yeah, like is it, it like
1: a Slumdog Millionaire, Three Musketeers payoff kind of thing? No, I don't. Three Musketeers, no, no. Um, uh, but but like some of the some of the some of the
0: shit that goes down in that balloon dude is really exhilarating and really would have like this in like a Dolby would have been crazy. Cause there's some crazy shit that happens in this balloon. Um,
1: it's like
0: I was honestly y'all gotta about,
1: like, get inside this balloon, hey guys! Dude, <laughs> this like, balloon's they, they insane. Blo- they
0: ballooned through a storm. It's crazy. Um, I saw a movie yeah.
1: where what some movies? crazy shit happens, but mine's up maybe a little darker than the balloon adventures. The balloon. <sighs> I, I saw another Amazon original. Oh. This is the Scott Burns film, The Report. Oh. So I saw The Report. Much like Star Wars, it's about torture. Um, <laughs> that's a mean transition. Oh, I feel bad about it. I'll leave it in, but I feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad, but I'll leave it in. Wait, well, yeah, I just don't have the effort to do another one. It's 2020. We're not putting effort into shit. <laughs> you know... In 2020, I'm already marking up. We're done. This year's going to blow. In 2019,
0: we released about 17 episodes, I think. Mm-hmm. In 2020, we're going to release like at least 70 eight. episodes. Yeah, at least Like eight. 70 episodes. Seven. Zero. Seventy.
1: Seven. <laughs> we're seven. going to either release seven episodes or zero episodes. So <laughs> in the report, it's all about the torture report. And it's all about one guy learning everything, um, as played by Adam Driver, uh, and then reporting it back to uh, Annette Benning.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and you know funny, and it's, oh. it's pretty good. I liked it a lot. Actually, I liked it more than you did. I was going to say, that's the funny part about this. is like I was the one who was excited for
0: this movie, and you're like, eh, it's going to be fine. And then like we both watched it, and I was like, it could have been better. And you were like, I really like this movie.
1: Yeah, I was top surprised. Five. It was it was really engaging. It's not my top five. <laughs> um, you know what, no, top but it, it is. It is pretty <laughs> engaging. I I really Adam Driver was was good. I, like I liked hearing everything unravel and kind of how frustrating everything is. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's a, a procedural investigative film that is like it's intentionally bland. In some s- senses, you know, it's just a guy in a room, but like the stuff they're talking about is so important that like, I don't know. It comes, it it threads that line very well for mm-hmm. a procedural investigative thing. Yeah, I liked it. Uh, yeah.
0: I wish it would have been a little longer.
1: So it's I mean, I also me wish it more. was a little bit longer and a little bit better, but it's it's still yeah. good. Yeah, totally. Um, check I- it out if you. A fan of torture no 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 no, no? no. no. hold on no, no, no. <laughs> wait a minute <laughs> i mean maybe um annette Benning probably- is really good in this she will be overlooked but i really liked annette Benning in this that was a standout for me
0: yeah i think everyone i mean she's very good i think everyone delivers though i mean mm-hmm. pretty much some people don't it's pretty good it's good like three and mm-hmm. a half you give four mm-hmm. you probably get five i think you get five right huh
1: I actually gave, gave it, five it stars? 10 stars. <laughs>
0: Dude, <laughs> real real quick though, real talk. I wish Letterboxd allowed for quarter stars so much. I mean, okay. Hey, Just David. Time for backlogs. Yeah. A backlog, Ethan already explained. I watched a little movie by <laughs> Alfred Hitchcock called Lifeboat. <clears throat> this movie follows nine people in a lifeboat. Immediately after, a U.S. ship and a German U-boat both go down uh, during nice. World War II. Oh. And you have eight Americans and one German in the boat. And, you know, it's really this, like, it's what uh, it's what uh, Hitchcock does best, where he allows the viewer to know more than, the, you know, the people in the actual movie. Mm-hmm. So, like, we know things that are going on with this with this German person on the boat. And we slowly watch it kind of all play out in this, like, mental chess game between all these characters. And it's really fun. Um, it's definitely not, like... The reason I found this movie is because I was looking into movies, like, single-location movies. Just because I like that style of movie. I yeah. think we were talking about uh, The Man from Earth on last, last week's, or last month's episode, and that really made me just want to watch a few more. So I found this, and I I didn't know Hitchcock had directed a movie like this, so I really wanted to see what it was like. And was and it was, good? It was, it, was, it was solid. It's definitely nowhere near, like, 12 Angry Men quality, you know? For a single room. How does it rank up to other uh, Hitchcocks? Um, it's... I mean, I've only really seen, like, the essential viewings of Hitchcock so like it's lifeboat
1: I mean, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's probably better some, some like than like some of his like lesser known works but it's it's not like rear window or you know psycho mm-hmm. quality but it's still really good and mm-hmm. it's it's fun to see i think that like this idea of a movie could could be do, could be done better mm-hmm. uh there's also some like i it's probably just because it was filmed in like the 40s but there are some some like some comments made where i'm like i don't know if you could say that dude like i don't know if you're allowed to say that um yeah
1: uh but it's it's still pretty good you know david i'm just going to say it fuck alfred hitchcock <laughs> uh no i watched a movie that is a parody of alfred hitchcock films and it's very oh. funny because we did not plan that at all um <laughs> I watched the Mel Brooks film High Anxiety, um, which is just – so there, um, Mel Brooks is a psychiatrist, right? Oh, yeah. And he got a new job at the Psychoneurotic Institute for the Very, Very Nervous, <laughs> which is a good <laughs> – that's a good title. Oh, that's a good title. Um, so basically it's Vertigo <laughs> is, the, is the plot, um, and the spoof kind of takes over the plot. You know, where it's, like, the whole the whole point is the spoof, not the main story. And so it kind of mm-hmm. sucks in that way, that there's not, like, a main through line that you're actually invested in. It's all about the parody. But some of those jokes really land. There's a couple of times where, because Mel Brooks really committed to the bit, it won me over. Um, So there's one point where there's, like, an argument. Like, these two, two folks are arguing, right? Yeah. And then they start, like, getting more in each other's face. And I was like, what's happening? Like, is it just funny that they're, like arguing this dramatically over something small and then like a ref shows up and like rings a bell while they're still just in the same room and he's kind of like backing them up and then like he dings the bell again and they both just sit back down in their armchairs like resting and i was like oh okay actually yeah i fuck with that it it, it ended up being somewhere good there are some things i don't like about it like ongoing bits like there's a kinky relationship in it that just feels really like not funny like not not like i don't know it's just like the whole joke is that it's a kinky relationship and it's like that's not a joke maybe for 1977 but like yeah i don't know uh it's also huh. weird because it's the main character feels like it was written for gene wilder <laughs> uh and it's just mel brooks instead which is fine i like yeah. mel brooks but so you hate it no, I thought it was fine. I give it three stars. It's it's one that... Dude, but three stars for you is like hating. It's 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 nowhere near my favorite Mel Brooks film. But it's got some moments that are really good. What um, is your favorite Mel Brooks film? What do you think it is?
0: I don't know. Tell Young me. Frankenstein. Oh, okay. Interesting.
1: Yeah. I don't think I've seen any Mel Brooks films. Really?
0: I th- no. You haven't I don't seen
1: <laughs> Robin Hood, Men in Tights? You haven't seen Spaceballs?
0: No. Uh, I've seen Spaceballs. Okay. But I only saw Spaceballs Blazing in Saddles? Class... In sixth grade, the man. producers really really
1: watch it. No, none of them. I'm a big Mel Brooks fan, but this one just some of the jokes didn't land. I've like seen probably bits of Spaceballs. I probably napped in class when we watched it, to be honest. Um, all the aesthetic gags for uh, for high anxiety, um, that are like Hitchcock gags, those are actually pretty good. Like, there's a couple of jokes where I'm just like, come on, dude. <laughs> We're just like, meet me at the north by northwest corner. <laughs> and it's like, ah, oh, I see what you did. And there's a point where there's a whole bunch of birds and it, they just shit on him. That's <laughs> what's scary is they, they poo poo on him.
0: Oh, boy. Oh, boy. What a what a yuckster. <laughs> yeah, it's
1: pretty pretty tastic.
0: <laughs> Ethan, your know time it is.
1: Huh? Do you introduce. You know time it is? Every single new segment that we do, every transition you have is just, you do you know about? what time it is? <laughs> do you know, no, that be, that's because it works with this one. Ethan, do you know what time it is? It's the future, David. We're living in the future. 2020, baby. Boom. See, t- it worked. We're going to cover...
0: <laughs> God damn it. I do. I know I do. It's it's all I got. <laughs> the problem. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know what time it is? And I watched a little movie this week. <laughs> I watched a little film. Uh,
1: uh, we're just gonna put you on blast in 2020. 2020 is the year we put David on fucking blast. That's not nice.
0: Um, uh, so I think we're gonna loose
1: for... this year. Yeah. This episode so we're gonna... has no structure. Last time we did, don't look ahead. We talked about like. Horniest titles and like Yeah, but then that movie ended up just coming out this year. Yeah.
0: So we fucked that up big time. Rhythm section, still horniest title.
1: True. (laughs) Um, Um, We're just gonna we're gonna loosely let's just talk about them. Let's talk about some movies we're excited for. Let's
0: kick this off with a little a little goddamn it. Oh my god, my introductions are just gonna haunt me now for every every movie (laughs) and section. Let's kick Let's
1: kick things off with a little
0: bit. you know what time it is? Hi So, <laughs> so Pixar's coming out with a movie mm. in 2020. Are they? Called Soul. <gasps> oh. And this follows a uh, jazz musician who needs to find his passion
1: again. To recreate Inside Out.
0: <sighs> Fuck off. <laughs> a, Inside Out is the best animated movie of, you know, the decade. Is it? Bitch. <laughs> I don't, maybe could be, might be. I hope. Um, no,
1: it's not. <laughs> what is? Shaun the Sheep. Nah, eat my ass. <laughs> I oh, love dogs. also
0: oh, so- Nope, sorry. Um,
1: um, Fantastic Mr. Mission- you- no, never mind. Fantastic Mr. Fox. You know there are, there probably is one movie that
0: I would put above it, which you probably wouldn't guess because you don't, you're not, you're not a lover of animation. Hmm. But that, that's a story for a different day. I lost my body. No, dude, oh my god, if I lost my body was that high in my eyes, like it'd be like number one on my list. So like, yeah,
1: another movie that Disney's putting out this year.
0: No, wait, we were just gonna skip over soul that quickly. It's directed by Pete Doctor, the fucking doctor of Pixar. He's the he's a god king of Pixar. Also, starring Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx and you know who it's starting?
1: My boy Tina Fey.
0: My no, my boy David Diggs. Okay. From Blind Spotting, from Hamilton the musical. He's amazing (laughs) from Hamilton, the man. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It looks so good. You're not excited for Soul at all, are you? You I'm
1: waiting. I, it could be good. I don't like jazz. (laughs) I like jazz. You like jazz?
0: I'm cutting that out as as a bit. I don't, Ethan. I don't like jazz.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, David, name that name that movie. You like jazz?
0: Uh, La La Land.
1: No, it's the B movie. Oh, I didn't understand I be a movie So another uh, Disney animated film is Raya and the Last Dragon. Yeah. That's going to be hopefully really good. It's got Aquafina. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so... What else? <laughs> Wait, that's it? Yeah. That's all you got. David, I don't... These movies haven't come out. I don't have much to say about them yet.
0: So there's another movie coming out this year that are not anywhere close to... Pixar level mm-hmm. and has nothing to do with Pixar or Disney or animation in any way uh, but it looks fucking awesome it's called Color Out of Space it's starring your boy Nicolas Cage it looks like it's a Lovecraft adaptation yeah but it looks so good it's like A it's Nicolas Cage so it's gonna be a fucking masterpiece and it looks just like really trippy like the poster have you seen the poster for I this have. thing Trippy thing I have not watched the trailer yet I'm trailer free ah that's why it's on creepy. your list You've seen the trailer? Yeah, I already have tickets to see
1: this. Oh, okay. so. Um yeah. hey, you know how Wait, we talked? O- you know how we talked about Alfred Hitchcock? Yeah. they're remaking Rebecca. Oh, really? Yep. What are they calling it? It's called Rebecca. <laughs> <laughs> no, clever. Uh, it's directed by Ben Wheatley. Love a girl. Uh, oh, ooh, uh, really? And it stars Army Hammer, so uh, it could be good.
0: Okay. <laughs> you know what else they're remaking in 2020? They're remaking Force Majeure in Downhill. They sure are. Starring Will Ferrell and Julia louis Dreyfus. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, when I first saw that they were remaking it, I was like, fuck, this is going to suck. And then I saw the trailer, and I was like, you know, I don't know. I'll watch it. And that's really basically where I still am at, thankfully. <laughs> Like, it's coming out in February, which is probably a bad sign. Those first two months of the year are typically just dumping grounds Mm -hmm. for movies. But
1: I'm still, I don't know, a part of me is kind of hopeful for this one. What do you think? I'm not hopeful. Uh, I am excited for After Yang. um, which I don't even know what that is. it's, uh, It's a story where Colin Farrell wants to save a little baby robot. Oh, is it animated? No, it's live action. And it's directed by the same guy that did Columbus.
0: Oh. Oh, dude, it's also got Jodie Turner-Smith. Hey,
1: hey, also, hey, this is a A24 film. So are you excited? I'm exci- I'm pumped, dude. It's my most anticipated movie,
0: to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I also saw Columbus, though. And I actually really like Columbus. Yeah. Columbus is a really good movie. So th- it's a- this is good. Yeah. Um, do you want to know a movie that's, like, totally not going to be as uh, slow-moving and, like, Thoughtful as Columbus or whatever that one movie that you just talked about was. Yeah, is gonna be. Uh, Top Gun Maverick, Ooh. starring your boy Tom fucking
1: Cruise. Thomas
0: Cruise. That's all. Y- Val Kilmer, Miles Teller, Jennifer Connelly. Um, I'm just John Ham is in this dude. I am so oh, John Ham.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> I- <laughs> John Ham is John Ham is turning into John Bernthal, where he's just kind of like showing up and everything. Yeah. it's
1: all these Johns, you know. Uh, and he's always playing a person in a button-up shirt who just sits. But no, he, he, sits. he plays someone that um, it you think is doing things for the right reason, but maybe he's doing things a little in the wrong way. But he's still so, just trying to do his job, so you can't even be mad at him.
0: Yeah. So I wasn't even. I am not the biggest top gun fan like i think it's just kind of a cheese fest i love know?
1: kenny Loggins though
0: um but i saw the trailer for top gun maverick and i was playing like with holy shit this looks insane and i was like is he is he boys. really in these jets playing and with the boys. tom cruise is really in these well, jets with the like boys. flying around why are you playing why with are you the boys. doing that uh there's also gonna be another volleyball scene playing which like playing with the, with the boys
1: <laughs> <laughs> i are you excited for this i'm so i'm excited ready to this. play with the boys uh, I'm sure you are. What's your next? Uh, something I don't want to play. Free Guy. Uh, it could be really good. Uh, might suck. It's a Ryan Reynolds, Taika T D Joe Carey comedy. I think... But also got Laurel Howie.
0: I'm pretty excited for it. I'm at least excited for the concept of this movie.
1: You know? Yeah. And I feel like Ryan Reynolds is in such be, good graces. You know what's wild? It's just gonna be the Lego movie, though.
0: <laughs> I, that's what I'm saying, though. Like, it... Like it, yeah, 100%. Which is that a bad thing? Mm hmm. An R rated, is it R rated? I don't know. If, I think it's gotta be R rated. It looks R rated. If it's R rated, hyped. Okay. If it's not,
1: less Let's hyped. Let's keep going, dude. Uh, so many movies you know, movie coming out this year.
0: Pretty, not really. We're like,
1: I'm like halfway done.
0: Um,. So this year we or last year we got a movie that I was really excited for and probably ended up on the same list, and then it turned out to be one of the biggest disappointments, but I still kind of enjoyed it, and that was Godzilla King of the Monsters. This year, though, we're getting Godzilla vs. Kong, mm. which I am really excited for, but also might be a big letdown, but I'm pumped, because it's going to have your boy Godzilla facing up against King Kong, and, you know, Kong Skull Island was actually pretty fun, the first Godzilla was pretty fucking cool. And the last Godzilla was a, a spectacle to look at. But I also, you know, my Dolby Theater shit out on me and lost sound. So I had to drive to a different theater to finish it in an IMAX. That was fun. <laughs> Hopefully that doesn't happen with this one when it comes out in
1: November. Hey, you know what, the, what film that's not going to happen for? What? Mank. Oh my God! How is this? Mank should have been one of our, one of our higher ones to talk about. I've kind of lost so in good. terms of. There's a few that I'm like super excited for. There's a lot that I'm also really excited for. They're just kind of. I'm all over very the place. excited for Mank. This is a new David Fincher film about the screenwriter <sighs> for Citizen Kane.
0: Yeah. It's, it's gonna it's be on Netflix. Good,
1: so what? it won't poop out on Dolby? What did you say? It's a Netflix film. It's a Netflix
0: original. Yeah. What in the fuck, dude? Netflix Fincher, is just blowing me. Fincher near.
1: has already done two major projects with Netflix. Are, are you counting Minehunter Hunter* a series? And *House of Cards*.
0: Yeah, but those were series, not movies. Yeah, and that's just big. That's a that's a big di- like. They're not gonna release Minehunter on on the big screen.
1: No, but although I'd watch it, I'd watch it. Oh.
0: I'm just like.
1: Wait wait wait, last wait, 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 wait. David, are we going to talk about movies that should be on the big screen that got a Netflix release? Yeah, we can talk about all of them because there were a lot from this year. Yeah. <laughs> <It's like laughs> all of last them. year. A lot from last year. Yeah, yes. Uh, it's uh, 2020 this year Six
0: Underground. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tall Girl. <laughs> Dude, I
1: can't wait to see Tall Girl on IMAX.
0: <laughs> so here's, a, <laughs> uh, here's another movie that uh, is a sequel. Coming out in 2020, that I'm a little scared to see in theaters because it's so hard to even breathe in the theater while mm. watching this, and that's a quiet place. Part two. Part two. Um, part one was was awesome. Like it was a lot of fun. It, I'm gonna. I'm pretty interested to see where part two takes it. I'm seeing. I'm curious if it's gonna keep up like the same level of quality or if it's gonna be a little bit worse. Mm-hmm. Um, because the first one was like such like a a small. Horror thriller film, you know, where when these types of films start to expand, they can start to, you know, get worse. Yeah. So hopefully that doesn't work. But it's, I like seeing John Krasinski behind the camera. Dude's doing it. David, I still <sighs> got a lot of movies. Do you want me to rapid fire through a couple of them? No,
1: let's not rapid fire. We're not even in an hour for this episode. Okay. Just
0: let's keep it. Let's keep it going. Hey, I got,
1: I got a sequel that absolutely will not disappoint because there's no way it can. It's going to be perfect. What is it? Paddington Three. Oh. Yeah. Yep.
0: Okay. I um, haven't seen Paddington one or two. Maybe I'll. Maybe you know, Ethan. If you
1: win the Oscars this year, maybe you could pick a Paddington episode. Hey, how about I get to pick what that prize episode I get when I win? Not you, because then it'd be like if you picked it. Okay. I mean, I'm so. What's your for next
0: movie? Podcast. My next one is one that you aren't excited for, but you should be excited for. It's called The Way Back, and it's starting Ben Affleck, and it looks. Looks really heartwarming
1: and cute. I can't wait to see him uh, uh, drink Jim Bean and cry on a basketball. I can't either. That sounds fantastic. I'm excited for Wendy.
0: Just completely skipped over. This is mind. a
1: reimagining of the classic tale. Of Pete oh. But it looks really good. Oh. Uh, the trailer was sick. It's the same person that directed Beasts of the Southern Wild. Oh. Um, I think it looks fun.
0: Uh, I'm really, <laughs> I'm pretty excited to see how promising young woman turns out, starring uh, yes. Carrie Mulligan, Bo Burnham, and it's got like a few other random people in there. Like we got McLovin in there. Mm. Like that'll be interesting to see. Uh, the trailer is pretty, 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 pretty fucking good. You know?
1: Do you know? There's even? no time, yeah. David. Oh God. There's Don't no time this. to die. There's a James Bond film coming Bitch, out. hope it's good. You're
0: just skipping You're skipping straight to the most excited ones?
1: Uh-oh. <sighs> Ethan,
0: No Time to Die is going to be amazing. It's directed by Cary Fukunaga, who's a master behind the camera. He just kind of gets connected to things and then always leaves. And this is going to be so good. Daniel Craig's actually back to do it. On a day, Armas. It's going to be so good. Leah Siduze, she's amazing. Rami Malik, Ray Fiennes, Christoph Waltz, Billy Magnuson. It's gonna be so good, dude. Okay.
1: It's gonna be so good. So in that case, How this counts as one of yours. So Yeah, I said it was mine. Freak shit. Fucking...
0: I don't know that it's continuing.
1: uh Dangerous monsters come out underground every night. And there's a there's a patrol team. I don't know if this movie's actually gonna come out. It's another <laughs> well, Army Hammer Ben Wheatley collab. <laughs> I <I'm> have a feeling <laughs> it's just gonna get pushed back. <laughs> Alright, I'll just keep going. So, we also got Death on the Nile. It's a sequel to Murder on the Orient Express. Uh, I actually... I kind of like Death... Uh, uh, I kind of like the last one. Um, yeah. And this... Um, hey, this is another Army Hammer film. <laughs> but it's also God. got did just, Gal Gadol Did you just look up at his introduction
0: <laughs> movies? And you just went with all of them? You're like, I'm hopeful that they're all coming out this year. It's also got Annette Bening. Should be good. That's a yes. Um, when Ethan... When Ethan doesn't answer, it's a yes, everyone. Uh, I got a movie called Deep Water, starring <laughs> Ben Affleck and Honest de Armas. Uh, it kind of sounds gone girly, where a husband who allows <laughs> his wife to Gone f- girly
1: sounds like the worst title for a movie.
0: <laughs> um, but basically, there's a, a couple, and the husband lets his wife has affairs so that they don't have a divorce, and then he becomes the prime suspect in... The disappearance of her lovers. Hmm. Mm, Sounds kinda like a girl movie. Uh you know what, Ethan? Fuck you, I'm gonna go with two. I got another one that probably also won't come out this year. I am not thinking this one's actually gonna come out. Uh and it is the it is the video game adaptation adaptation of the Uncharted
1: game. I thought you were gonna say Minecraft. (laughs) No. Uh starring Tom Holland and Mark
0: Wahlberg directed by Travis Knight Mm. Uh, big fan of the games big fan of the games has Travis Uh, Knight done a live
1: action film yet
0: has Travis Knight done a live action film yet I did Bumblebee
1: Mm mhm so I'm excited Mm -hmm. for Wolfwalkers this is a this is an Irish fairy tale animated film the same people that did The Secret of Kells and Song of the Sea
0: oh cool so is that is that it yeah okay um, I got a movie coming from one of the, I think, a very underrated director who, every single time he does something, it at the very least looks really good, mm-hmm. if it is not a really good movie. And that is Scott Cooper, who's coming out with a movie called Antlers this year, mm. which is a horror movie. It also comes out two days after my birthday, so that's exciting. Um, The first trailer looked really good. I am not going to watch anything else about this, and I'm just really pretty excited for this one.
1: Okay. Alright, so here's the thing. What else you got, bitch? From the maker of Robocop, oh, Total Recall, wait. and Starship Troopers. Are we, are we, are we talking about like the original or, yes. or the remakes? Oh, Director oh, Paul Verhoeven presents Benedetta, which is about a nun who likes fucking.
0: Is that really the name of it? Uh, yeah, it's.
1: <gasps> uh, she gets called a witch and gets accused of. of uh, homosexuality and fabricated miracles and goes to prison for 35 years. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, but he also did L more recently. So, I think it could be uh, good. Okay. I got I got a movie that I'm really
0: looking forward to. It's probably going to be a pretty hot, hot Oscar contender. Mm. Written and directed by your boy Aaron Sorkin. Mm. It's The Trial of the Chicago 7. Listen to this cast. Mm. Joe Sigour and mm. Eddie Redmayne, Michael mm. Keaton, mm. Sasha Baron Cohen, mm. Jeremy Strong, Thomas Mildick, mm. uh, Mark Rylance, uh, mm. Kelvin Harrison Jr., who is my boy of 2019. Absolutely killed it. Best actor of the year.
1: Right there. Okay. All around. Um, really excited for this one. Though. I think totally it's- similar. Kung Fury to the movie. <laughs> yes. Uh, you got Michael Fassbender's in this one. Arnold Schwarzenegger's in this one. Ethan.
0: Let's, uh, I got two left that I want to talk about. So many more. All right, fi- rapid fire me, you're not super ones, and let's leave those top four for the finals. Uh,
1: the, the, uh, Antonio really Campus quick. film The Devil All the Time, which is about post-World War Two um, psychological damage. It's got Tom Holland, Bill Skarsgård, Sebastian Stan, Robert Pattinson, Riley Cow. Uh, How is it that Jason when you're Clark. rapid
0: firing You're actually taking longer Mia to talk Wazowski. about them than
1: Some of the other ones you've talked
0: about Like other ones you've just said the titles And then just immediately gone to like the next four Jake
1: Gyllenhaal is the producer <laughs> Oh my
0: god Production company please uh, uh, Shooting location and uh, Runtime uh, I don't know <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, Okay give me two seconds I gotta pee So fucking bad Alright well David's gonna pee I'm gonna think about ending things like what
0: how, how do you mean like the podcast your life or just this segment the
1: 2020 film i'm thinking of ending things by charlie kaufman
0: <laughs> i got bad news hmm.
1: your dick <sighs> fell there off. Was
0: blood in my pee <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> david
0: no, i got no bad news
1: yo what's up it's charlie kaufman film it's gonna be netflix i'm thinking of ending things you know charlie kaufman yeah. Maker of such things as uh, *Sindikat* New York and *Anna Monalezia* oh. and you know, other things. Yeah. Uh, adaptation. <clears throat> um, this film's got Jesse Buckley, Jesse Plemons, and Tony Collette. It's uh, cool. sounds like a road trip movie that delves into some uh, uh, emotional turmoil. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. What else do you got? I got. I'm actually. How more you Pretty have? pretty much caught up. Hey. Hey everybody! Hey! Wes Anderson's oh, are making we back? a movie. Did we go to break and back. We back from- <laughs> <laughs> Uh Wes Anderson's making a dang old movie called The French Dispatch, which is about journalism in uh, in Paris after uh, post war journalism. Oh let me just uh, hit you with this cast so you can uh, bust a nut. Okay. Tilda Swindon, Timothy Chalamet, Francis McDormand, Bill Murray. Benicio Del Toro, Jeffrey Wright, Saoirse Ronan, Henry Winkler, Adrian Brody, Owen Wilson, Wilm Dafoe, Bob Avalon, Kate Winslet, uh, Jason Schwartzman, Christoph Waltz, Elizabeth Moss, and a bunch of French people.
0: Oh, cool. That's the French Dispatch. Mm-hmm. I got one. <laughs> <clears throat> but this is actually probably like neck, neck and neck with the other one on my list for most anticipated. Mm. This one has a trailer that's been dropped so we've been able to see it and it looks fucking spectacular and that is Christopher Nolan's Tenet. What? It looks so good. It looks like a movie that only Christopher Nolan can make. Like he makes those big blockbuster thought 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 piece movies that are just like always kind of changing it up a little bit, you know, like Inception, Interstellar, Memento, always changing the game. Mm-hmm. And this one we don't even have a, a plot synopsis yet. All we know is it is an action epic revolving around international espionage, time travel, and evolution, which sounds fucking phenomenal. It's got John David Washington in another lead role, and he looks really good. It's also got Robert Pattinson, Elizabeth Debicki, Aaron Taylor-Johnson, Michael Caine, Kenneth Branagh, and Himesh Patel. Mm-hmm. And it looks so good. And, like, just the visuals are so Nolan-y. Like, that car... The waves, the boat. Oh my god, dude. Hey. The fucking. It
1: hasn't happened yet. Oh! Hi. Hey. Hello. Hey. Do you like Thompson McKenzie? She's good. Do you like Anna Taylor Joy? Yeah. Do you like Terrence Stamp? Yeah. Do you like Matt Smith? <laughs> yeah. Do you like movies. <laughs> no. Quick. <laughs> <laughs> hey uh i got another time travel movie oh uh and it's also a horror movie yeah this is edgar wright's last night in soho
0: it's a horror movie? it's a
1: horror movie and a time travel movie i thought it was a okay it's like a psychological horror film that's not what i thought it was yeah it's gonna be a uh, pretty fucking wild uh, I'm, I'm excited to see Edgar Wright, you know, flex his muscles in a, in a new genre with new ideas, because I think it's going to be really interesting. You know what movie looks fucking fantastic mm. and is just going
0: to be a song, it's just going to be the best. Yeah, you so know what? I'm going to do what you no, do.
1: I'll, I'll, introduce it. Don't worry.
0: What? So. No, it's mine. It's mine on the list. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch. This is <laughs> my most
1: anticipated movie of the year. Yeah, same. Let's just go uh, one and coming, one for, uh, for actors.
0: Okay. Take it away.
1: Oscar Isaac Timothy Timothy Chalamet Rebecca
0: Ferguson Zendaya Zendaya Zendaya
1: Zendaya Zendaya Dave Bautista Josh Brolin Jason Momoa Stellan Skarsgård Javier Bardem
0: <sighs>
1: Charlotte Rampling uh, Does d- this ones really matter? <laughs> Dude she's
0: amazing David Dash McHashlan Okay that's all the last one that matters I don't know anyone else uh, but it's coming from your boy, Denis Villeneuve, Woo! who is just, he's, he's the best. The, like, I don't know if we, his, this is Dune. We're talking well, about Dune. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, everyone should know. It's it's the most anticipated on everyone's list. Yeah. So, I mean,
1: that's enough. It's Dune. Based off of Frank Herbert's book.
0: This Dune. comes out in uh, just a little bit under a year from today. And 365 Not when this days. is releasing. But the, no, yeah. but from recording. I I've, I've been crossing off days on my calendar to this day.
1: It's also Since it's also the first film that is under a new production company called Villeneuve Films. Is that true? Mm-hmm. Did not know that. Mm-hmm. That's not very cool.
0: Hopefully he doesn't fucking shit the bed cuz this is a very hard movie to make. I don't think uh, he can shit. <laughs> Wait, like at all? Huh? Like we've already had a uh, David Lynch try to make the Dune movie and that
1: Alright, right, right. but if David Lynch it. tried to make a sequel to Blade Runner, I'd be like, nah, you shouldn't do that.
0: True, but I wouldn't have said that about anyone until I saw Denis' movie, and I was like, holy shit. You know? Yeah. He's a perfect director. <sighs> he really is, and you still have not seen Polytechnic. Nope, so. we're in oh. We forgot
1: a most exciting movie! David! David! You forgot about the movie we're most excited about for the uh for twenty twenty.
0: That was no no, but Ethan, really before we get there, it's really weird because they've already announced a Dune the Sisterhood T V series as well.
1: Hey. David I got two words for you. Oh, Let's hear it. Right. Uh Meow? Pokemon sequel? No. Here's the thing, David. Everyone thought Everyone thought we were done with the boy Sonic, but turns out, nope. Sonic's bigger year. It's the best year for Sonic. He's coming out. He's gonna be a baby. Um, <laughs> this movie's gonna be wild. How excited are you for it? I cannot wait. I think it's gonna suck. <laughs> what? Why is that? Because, be um, be well, cause, because. It's from the same director as a movie called Gopher Broke. And this guy hasn't directed anything since 2004, and he came back with the Sonic movie. Uh, you know why? Let's just go over some of these writing credits. Uh, Team Hot Wheels, The Skills of Thrill. Okay. Yeah. National Lampoon presents Dorm Days 2. Oh uh transylmania huh shotgun wedding okay um do you I can keep going through
0: no you don't have to i I've, I've been scarred enough
1: okay because there's uh three of the writers have no other credits than the sonic movie
0: ooh don't tell me more
1: um, please hey junkie XL is doing the music for it though
0: okay hyped hyped <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Mad Max Fury Road meets the the Furry Blue Rodents. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's the same cinematographer of wait a second. GI Joe Retaliation. Five Fast yeah. and Furious movies. Deep Blue Sea. Fucking <sighs> hyped. The Pacific.
0: Can't wait, dude.
1: Anaconda's Hell sequ- yeah. Yeah, so this movie's gonna fucking slap.
0: It's gonna be good, though. I can I'm, I'm pretty excited for
1: like, it. Like, I'm pretty hyped for Sonic's biggest adventure. I'm really hyped. Um, Where's Shadow? Alright. Bring me my Shadow movie. Ethan? Ethan? Sonic with a gun. I want Knuckles. Okay. You kidna fanboy. Where's what? my Big the Cat movie? 2021. Year of Big the Cat.
0: You're so weird. Ethan, how excited are you for our first episode of twenty twenty?
1: Oh, I'm not. It's <laughs> <Those laughs> blows.
0: <laughs> you know what's gonna save this episode though?
1: What what is? What was the, what was that? What was what's gonna save the episode?
0: Uh I mean where are we where are we transitioning right into, Ethan? Mm-hmm? I don't wanna have to say it, but do you know what time it is?
1: Uh fix and pitch.
0: Yes sir. 2020
1: is the year where there's no fix and pitch songs. Is that real? Huh?
0: Is that real? It's not. The ever it's constant. The end ever. of an era. Oh my god, Ethan just got Ethan's like fuck this entire episode and this podcast and I'm seeing an advertisement for Noel, Ethan's favorite. Hold movie on. Of I got to I got to step
1: away for a bit. I, this is separate. It's not related to it. Um but I got to take my headphones out for just a second. Um definitely unrelated, so just I'll be back in just a second. BRB. Okay. Don't unplug my microphone. It's Fixed and pitch Segment. The fix and pitch Segment. Where we fix some movies and pitch some new films in the segment. We're starting off 2020 right. Doing a podcast, that's alright. Hey, what's up? My roommate's here and they look disappointed in me. We're back for 2020 And we're gonna be funny (laughs) Hey everybody It's the Fixin' Pitch It's the ever-present segment With the ever-changing theme song Um The worst one yet (laughs) I'd say we just record that song And keep using it No (laughs) I loved it Oh
0: I made, um, my in, made my year. Made my fucking in year. Fix
1: and pitch. What we do is we fix a movie, and then we also pitch a new movie. It's pretty simple. It's in the title. If, I'm fixing a movie today, David. What are you fixing? I'm fixing Stranger Than Fiction. Oh, the okay. Will Ferrell film. Yeah. Also with Emma Thompson and Queen Latifah. Um, it's a it's an interesting premise for a film. So in the film you have Harold. Who uh, lives a pretty boring, monotonous life as an IRS agent? Uh, and we, we hear his life being narrated. And then he hears his life being narrated.
0: Oh, that sounds like a weird
1: And And he's like, huh? What's happened? Um, it turns out Emma Thompson is an author who is famous for killing her main characters in the books. And she's writing a book about Harold. And Harold realizes that he's going to die.
0: Shit, is that really what happens in the movie?
1: Yeah. Damn, dude, that's a dark movie. Um, but the thing a is, s- it's... Spoiler warning. Kind of not... Well, no, that's not what actually happens. Like, that's not how it oh, ends. So he doesn't um, die? I'm spoiler not going to say. I'm not going to say. <laughs> um, here's what I'm going to do. Uh, I'm going to replace all these motherfuckers. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. Bye, Will. So, yeah. First off, Will Ferrell you're gone uh michael stuhlbarg you're in baby
0: (laughs) oh interesting
1: i'm gonna get rid of mark forrester as the director who also did quantum of solace christopher robin world war z i'm getting rid of him and we're jumping in with ryan johnson Mm -hmm. he's a writer and director um i'm gonna keep emma thompson because i like emma thompson you know, I mean, she's good. Yeah. Totally uh, I am I am fluffy. getting rid of the uh, cinematographer, because I want the cinematographer oh. to be better. I don't want the same cinematographer as Best in Show, The Host, and Geostorm. So. Are you sure? Yes.
0: Okay. You sure? Positive? I mean, yes. Geostorm is I
1: am getting uh, Todd Campbell in to do the oh. cinematography, who you know from Mr. Robot.
0: Yeah, he's fucking great, dude. I um, I want go. this to
1: play a little bit more serious than the movie actually plays. Mm. Um,
0: you want it to play how I initially yes, I found it.
1: Yes, yes. Um, there's, a, there's a game called The Stanley Parable that I really, really like. And I want it to be more like that, where it can go to those super dark places. Okay. Um, it's, uh, it's pretty good. I I will say... That, honestly, Will Ferrell's not that bad in it. Like, it's a very sweet kind of performance. Like, he's actually pretty good in it. But, I want it to be better. <laughs> so, I'm getting Michael Stuhlbarg in. Because Michael Stuhlbarg can do that kind of dry, dark comedy. As we see in films like A Serious Man. Um, that's it. That's my change. I'll let them kind of fix up the plot and the, the writing. And the cinematography will be better. But, uh, yeah. oh, yeah, it's, it's not that bad of a film. It just could no. be better. I don't
0: know. Yeah, that sounds good. Okay. Um.
1: Sorry that was a good. pretty quick one.
0: <laughs> that's okay. Mine's going to be pretty quick, too, because i a I got to pitch this time. Yeah. And I don't know if we have pitched a, a TV miniseries yet, but yep. that's what I'm pitching. Hey, have-
1: yeah, this is uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, it's your pitch.
0: Bad. Golden golden days of the show. <laughs> golden days.
1: <sighs> We've actually pitched it twice.
0: <laughs> golden days of the show. I'm pitching another T V mini series. Okay. Um so recently I just watched rewatched uh Chernobyl, the hmm. HBO miniseries, which I think is one of the most spectacular, amazing pieces of cinema. Uh created this year, in this decade. I fucking love that show so much. Um, if it was a movie, it'd be my number one movie of the year. That's how good it is. Damn. Uh, it's absolute masterclass. And I think one of the things that really make it stand out is, A, it's a real life event that we all know about, uh, that are showing you, you know, pieces of that event that you probably never knew took place, and just the level of, of unbelievableness that actually happened in, you know, the It's the
1: unbelievable! Ah! Yep.
0: <laughs> odd, odd song to, to 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 be the backdrop of Chernobyl.
1: <laughs> You're <Yeah>, unbelievable. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's a that's a Soviet Union fucking uh, rock song right there. Um, and so I wanted to pitch another, another event that took place on the world stage similar to that.
1: Okay. Before you get that, you said you wanted it to be like as a theme song for Chernobyl. No. Oh.
0: No. What's happening right now? You're
1: unbelievable.
0: this had this had possibilities to be our quickest show yet (laughs) you've been (laughs) slowing us down (laughs) Uh, okay well so back to what I was pitching (laughs) um um so I wanted to pick another event that took place on the world stage like that that you could follow along in days because in you haven't seen Chernobyl
1: yet have you no but so I, I, yeah. But I, I get you're pitching the Chernobyl? death of Princess Diana. Yeah.
0: No, that's not what I'm doing. So 20. in Chernobyl, you follow along, you know, you know uh, hours after the event, days or days after the events, so on and so forth, until mm-hmm. you eventually reach the end of the story. Um, so I wanted to pick something that is actually going to be a little bit tighter than that, where you're going to be following like hours before the event, and then you know, hours after the event, because it only
1: it's it, Richard it's, Jewell.
0: No, it. No,
1: what no. vantage point a Pierce Brosnan film no no
0: because the 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 total event that I am going to be pitching takes place about over a little bit less than two days Mm. and that is the Munich Massacre
1: Man, I maybe shouldn't have made all these goofs.
0: Yeah, I know you, I was, you were setting up some weird shit. I really
1: uh, fucked up the tone of this pitch, huh? Yeah, it
0: really did. You went from I'm gonna be pitching a sad story about a person who's getting his death narrated, straight into Chernobyl, countless died, into the Munich Massacre. So, thanks for the songs. They made it all better. It's
1: unbelievable.
0: Um, <laughs> I'm going to keep the same show creator because he did such a such a great job with Chernobyl that I trust something of this magnitude in his hand. Um, and that's Craig Mazin. Um, More like
1: Craig Amazing. Oh,
0: Jesus Christ. This is, this is totally, totally confused. So what the Munich Massacre is, for those who don't know, is uh, what, during the 1972 Summer Olympics that took place in Munich, Germany... Uh, a terrorist group known as Black September took eleven Israel Olympic uh, team members hostage, which then eventually ended in their death. Uh, and so this this was really you know, like on the world stage, like there were there were demands being made uh, about the release of certain terrorist members, and you really what this would show is every all the events leading up to it, and then eventually. You know what happened during it you know so all the news coverage everything that was happening inside of the room and everything that happened there and i think it'd be pretty fascinating to have that be like a a five a five part miniseries yes <laughs> that, that even even saying himself into like a, a quiet a quiet state <laughs> um yeah <laughs> Yeah, so that's yeah.
1: That's, that's 2020 the, yes. broke me.
0: <laughs> Ethan is. We have such a different Ethan from what this episode. What's episode's... it called?
1: What's the show called? Is it called Munich? Uh, so we call Black September. Oh, okay, that's a good title. Yeah, thanks. Um, <laughs> listen to us on Spotify. <laughs> Check out our mini episodes. That's a new thing for just this year. That's fun.
0: Yeah. We're gonna be releasing mini shows that range from anywhere between like five minutes to twenty minutes every Saturday. every Saturday. So you can, yeah, you can find those on our Facebook, on our Twitter, or on our YouTube channel. Even Give though it's the on. Sabbath. Yeah. Well. Yeah. That's okay. You can follow us on all of those. We got Twitter. We got Instagram, Facebook, YouTubes. Uh, on our YouTube, you can find our full episodes. You can find segments our favorite segments and goofs and gags of each episode. Uh, Ethan's song will not be up there. (laughs) Don't worry. It's a safe space away from Ethan's singing.
1: You are protected.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But you can find us talking about classics such as Tall Girl. Tall Girl? That's a bit. That. that That That's a a good bit. That that was a great bit. Uh, You can also find our our Christmas quiz show from last year. Holiday yeah. quiz show. I'm sorry. I call it the holiday the quiz show. The war
1: on Christmas still rages on. I can't believe we won the war on Christmas and finally destroyed Christmas. 2020, there's no Christmas anymore. The liberals won. We won, David. We defeated them. Ha ha. Gotcha, bitch. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, we need to so, put the Chris back in Christmas.
0: So make sure to also keep an eye out for... Baby or- Sonic. Baby Sonic, but also for Watch our. Watch him; he's gonna run around Finest past
1: fit- your feet, <laughs> kick him if you see him, kick of him. Twenty nineteen,
0: which may have already dropped, but we'll probably kick jump him after this. What do you think? You No, not know. Kick stop, the baby. Ethan, stop kicking the baby. Kick oh, the baby. Okay. We're gonna end. That's this one of my funny
1: here. South Park bits. Kick the baby.
0: <laughs> this this episode is totally confused and doesn't know what's happening.
1: And so. like we're going to end every episode of twenty twenty. reading from the gospel
0: no no okay we're gonna end this right now goodbye (laughs) (laughs)